all girls are able to do that raspy, like, you know, sexy voice. If they can all turn it on. Come on, don't tell me you can't turn it on. Are you telling me that when you used to talk on the phone with your boyfriend, you have never used that voice? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Juice and Jury podcast with your three favorite podcasters, Christiana, Shanika, and Maureen. We are so happy that you are back with us this week. And um, how have you girls been doing this week? Good. Toronto's been very hot, just like I like it. Um, I found myself complaining sometimes to that, like about the heat, but I was like, wait a minute. No, I'm not complaining. I like it. Let's keep it this way because I prefer a hot summery day over a cold, shivering, wintry day. So let's um, let's keep the sun going. What about you, Shanika? Yeah, same. I just have been loving the heat. I look like I've been on vacation. It looks like I probably took three vacations and we'll come back. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like tan was? When it hits me, it's just like, just, yeah, all consuming. I even have a walk. I don't know if you can see it on. Oh yeah, but you do you walk outside? Is that what like is that is that yeah. good walking? Good for you. Yeah, I'm totally man. I'm outside for like what 30, 40 minute walk, and being attacked by birds. But yeah, that was crazy. What happened? Uh, so I was walking on the trail, and I noticed that these birds were making a lot more chirping, and it was getting louder, and it was sounding a little more aggressive. But I was just like. That's up to them. They're, they know what's happening. So I just keep walking. And all of a sudden, these two birds like swoop down by my head. So I'm like going like this and I'm going like that. And I'm crouching and I'm, and I'm like squatting and I'm like running with my hand on my head. And then it was fine. And then I was like, maybe it's because I have my hair up. I was like, is your hair like that? Yeah. So I'm trying to think, why are they coming for me? So then I took my hair down and I just like pulled it back. Right. And then as I'm walking out of the trail, I don't know if it's the same bird, but one bird this time decided to shoot the same thing. That's strange. That's kind of funny. Apparently it's nesting season. So those are like male birds. The red-winged blackbird is what it's called. Yeah, the males are the ones protecting. What does nesting season mean? They're trying to make a nest in your hair? Like, what does that mean? No, I think they're just protecting their radiates. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, like, they saw you walking too close to their nest. Is that you were on the trail. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about those birds. They're insane because if they're the little black ones, I don't know if they're the exact same. But every time I'm driving, I don't know. Like, they're birds. Why don't they drive over the cars? I never Yeah, know no, they that. drive right in front. So you're like, oh, wait, down in front of my car and then come back up. And I'm thinking... What are you thinking? Like, obviously, these birds are dumb because I've almost hit them so many times, so many times. And I'm always like in shock. Like, you're a bird. You could fly over things. Why would you swoop down in front of moving cars? It's, I guess, I don't know. I just hit a bird today. It's weird. Oh, my gosh. I almost hit a bird a million times. You you hit a bird today? Is that you said? No, you're saying like, it's weird to say you hit a bird today. Yes, it's a bird. Because they can just, I, I yes, I know, exactly. And it, it got to the point that I literally started like praying about it. Like, 
God, what is going on? Why are these birds always like right coming down in front of my car? Like, is there something? Like, I started praying against this. Like, I cast you out. Like, why are you keep doing this? Why do you keep no, coming? I think, it's I think it's happening to to everyone. I I feel like it happened to me. Strange the behavior of these birds, but yeah. What about you, Maureen? Did you tell us about your week? Um, yeah, I had an eventful week. I don't think I want to share everything yeah. that happened, but um, I had an eventful week um with my family and uh, um, what else can I say? Yeah, I, well, there's a lot of stuff that happened this week. So I had like a family event, a, a major family event happen. Um, and so we were dealing with that this week. And um, I don't even know if I want to bring this up on the podcast, but I'll bring it up. And it's not the family event. It's something else that I that I was dealing with, which is, um, as we know, it's Pride Month this month. And... Hmm. This is good. And um, Pride Month, like uh, anyone who knows me knows I love everybody, even like I love my gays. Like I love them. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm a Christian. And so um, I think certain worlds kind of don't mix or certain things maybe don't. Um, they kind of contradict one another, I would say. So, <clears throat> you know, as a Christian, I follow my first authority is scripture and god and stuff like that and my kids go to a christian school they go to a catholic school and this i get apparently every year but i didn't know because we were at home for covid for the last few years and we didn't have to deal with this but um in june they raise the pride flag and they make an announcement about how uh catholicism where my 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 kids school catholic i'm not catholic really but um they make an announcement about how <clears throat> they support the ideals of uh, inclusion and love and da, 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 which, you know, Christians do. However, um, because it is a Christian school, a lot of parents, myself included, have reservations about raising specifically the pride flag. And um, the reason is because not because I don't want to include or have LGBT people welcome at the school. I think we should have welcomed them no matter what, everywhere. But the symbol uh, represents a lifestyle that that doesn't uh, go in line with the Christian lifestyle or Christian worldview. It doesn't line up. So I kept my kids at home the day that they raised the flag and made the announcement. And I actually just explained to my own kids why I kept them home and stuff like that. So that was kind of eventful. Um, other than that, yeah, I enjoyed the warm weather. I went kickboxing the last two days. And, oh my gosh, I'm, I think this is the first summer I'm, or the second summer I'm comfortable enough with my body to wear shorts. So, uh, so that was good. I got some shorts. <laughs> I know that's not like a big deal to anybody, but it was a big deal to me because I've been really insecure for a long time. So, yeah. And what about you, Sean? Oh, no, you're the words. So what about you, T? <laughs> like I, I i actually um yeah no just work like my week was really good really busy i feel like it's been a busy last couple of weeks my kids have activities like soccer jiu-jitsu baseball like they have like so many things going on it's like you wish you were like two people 
I really wish like sometimes I could teleport or I was like two different people so I can be everywhere at once because it's been, you know, it's hard. And just getting around the Toronto traffic sometimes, it's kind of ridiculous as well. My son had his first uh, jiu-jitsu tournament last weekend. But the crazy thing about it is that that was my first time ever actually seeing a tournament or an actual like, um, I don't know if they're called fights or whatever. But to see my son in action, it was mind blowing. And I was like, whoa, this is what's happening. Was he sparring with another kid? Yes. Yes. Whoa. It was a tournament. And I didn't even know he like I, I am, you know, God bless him. I had no idea what was in him. I was like, whoa, what? Like I told him, I told him, like, if you want a medal and we can talk about this later, but I'm kind of, I feel like I'm a tiger mom sometimes. So I'm like, if you want a medal, you got to go out there and you got to earn it. You got to get it. You got to fight. I had no idea when I was saying these things. I'm like, I didn't know they get to do all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, this was hard. He was literally like, he like, yeah, they were wrestling. Him and another kid. That was that's like, amazing. Yeah. Did you take videos? Oh, I did. And I, but like the whole time I was like shocked too. I was like, whoa, what? Oh, you got to send me like, that. I really want to see that. I was blown away. I was blown away. And it was like, and you're cheering for your kid. It's actually really strange because all the parents are in a ring and all the supporters are in a ring. We're like, come on, go, go, guys. And I'm like, this feels really wrong, but cool at the same time. Yeah. And um, and every time, you know, we, we saw him down, I'm like, oh, you could do it, get up. Like, you know, and he's like looking at us and he's he did so amazing. And I was like, I can't believe it. I didn't even know that's what it was. <laughs> I don't even I don't take him to the practices. My husband, <laughs> so I never actually saw it. Anyways, jujitsu is really good. So anyone, I think even for women, I think it would be great. So is he doing Brazilian jujitsu? Like when you grapple on the floor? Yes, that's what he does. I don't know if it's called Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but like he, he does. That's what he does. They're on the floor. They're holding each other down. They're like flipping each other. Cool. Muay Thai? Muay Thai is like standing up and it's elbows and knees and like... Yeah, this is like... More, kickbox- some more similar to kickboxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah just just like just going into the ground, right? Yeah. Apparently, this is what Elijah's coach, one of them, told me because he, he said he teaches martial arts. And when I asked him why, he says, oh, jujitsu. And I'm like, oh, the grappling on the floor. And he said, no, that's Brazilian jujitsu. There's What's different the types of jujitsu, apparently. I'm going to have to look into it. But yeah, um... he teaches Japanese jujitsu, which is like a mixture of Brazilian and like Muay Thai. I don't think it's Japanese. I think he does Brazilian. Mm-hmm. That Brazilian is the most popular, I think. Yeah, I think that's what he does. But um, I'm the one who signed him up for it and everything. And I was like, yeah, I know this would be good for him like a year ago. <laughs> And then I never really take him to the practices. <laughs> and then to see him in action, I was like, whoa. It sounds like uh, my husband who signed up my son for tennis and I take him to all his practices now. <laughs> but that's only because yeah. my husband is busy in the evening. So yeah, yeah. And no, it's, uh, for me, it's yeah, busy. And then also, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but you did, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a really good week. I'm actually trying to see if I actually want to go. But um, have you heard of uh, Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium? Yes. So she's coming to Niagara Falls. And I was looking into getting tickets because, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of, yeah, I'm interested in to see if, like, and I don't know how Christian this is, but connecting with people, like, you know, um, on the other side. And, and of course, like it's a big area, it's a big stadium. So you know you never know who she's gonna actually connect with. Like you couldn't like you can't tell, but I always thought that uh, I've always wanted to be one of those I always wanted to be an audience member. Mm. That kind of stuff. And I know some people think that it's like complete crap. 
but um yeah i don't know i feel like there's some truth to it right and we were talking about it earlier like sylvia brown like there's so many things that sylvia brown who's another is she a psychic or a medium she was a psychic and she may have been a medium too i don't remember Okay. She died, but she wrote a book with all yeah. these predictions, and one of yeah. them COVID. was COVID. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was really getting good. Wow, that's crazy that she got this. She was the only person that I found that that actually was able to predict such a huge event. Like that's not like a small event that like no. I would expect the psychic to be able to see that. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And what's interesting is that she actually said that she was like in and around 2020, and that's what she talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then she said she's it will. She, she, she said it would go oh, go away fast, but then it will come back in 10 years. So 2020, sorry, 2030, she predicted it's going to come back for a short period of time, do a little damage, but then disappear forever. Just so you know. Well, they are already talking on social media about another pandemic wave. I got they are, But they, they've been talking about it. I think that was going to be something. They're always going to make the next thing a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know. When we look back on this, we think about 2020, we're all going to be like, 2020 is going to be like a, a really anxious year, right? Like everyone's going to look think of 2020 as an anxiety. It is. So, it's traumatic to, to all of us. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Kids. The kids that could understand for sure. Um, adults. It's wild. But yeah, so I'm thinking about going to the Long Island Mediums uh, show in Niagara Falls. What do you guys think about mediums? Though? Like you actually... Like, I obviously don't want to be wasting money in going, but I feel like, yeah. What do you I don't know what's happening to them. I'm actually more scared of them than I am. Oh, really? Scared? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not scared. I'm just, like, apprehensive. Like, I don't know if that's the word. I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, those types of things, I was, like, I don't know. They kind of freak me out. They can be scary. But I think it's scarier if it's if you find some truth to it. That's the scary part. No, like I just mean like I don't know, like how real is this? Like, is it for real? I don't know. Like, well, a medium for the most part will connect with um, a loved one that you may like, you know, that you lost, right? But so. how do you know that it's actually your loved one? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess the only way to know is if they start talking about things that make sense, like that connect. Do you know what I mean? Like things that only yeah, your loved one would know or Yeah, but it could just be like a like a someone like a pretend. Like do you get what I'm saying? Like I just someone, don't... someone could have looked into you first. Yeah, that's true. Like someone could like make things up. There's always that risk, right? No, but... Not like that. Like I just mean like what if the person talking to the medium is just making it up? It's just like pretending to be who you think they are connecting with i don't know that's a risk yeah for sure that's what i think it is i wouldn't advise you or anyone to go to a medium not because i think that the mediums are full of crap but because the things that are talking to the mediums are not good Mm -hmm. so the the what i believe based on my biblical knowledge is that uh psychics exist they exist um, there was some that were following around. It was uh, who was it? The Peter Paul? I don't remember who they were following around. There was a psychic lady who was following them around, and they got annoyed, and then they cast out a demon from her. Oh. She's being able to tell who is it? 
was it Tabitha or no? That's another. I don't remember the girl's name. There's a girl in the Bible. She was yeah. a slave uh, and she was making money for her owners by being able to predict the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, someone around. God, I can't remember. Oh, it's killing me right now. I feel like it's Peter or one of the disciples around and there she was like saying, oh, you know, the son of God, you know, Jesus or something like that. And they're like, stop it. And then they cast out the demon and then she was not able to do that anymore. So I do believe it's possible. But all of that to me falls under the occult, which all is distracting from the truth, which is that Jesus Christ is Lord and God and da 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 da. And, um, and I do believe that people talk to someone who knew your history because there are spirits who've lived on this earth for a very long time. So I believe that the folks oh, that they're to, yeah, is not actually a loved one. It is somebody who knew things about your loved one and are saying them to you now to trick you. But I don't I'm actually scared. Sorry. Like it freaks me out. That's what I mean. Yeah. You don't need to be scared of them, but you need to know that those things are not from God. And to be honest, after doing all this research on near death experience and reading my Bible in particular, um, I'm almost convinced now that when people go to heaven, they don't come back and interact with this world. They might be able to see this world or check in, but they can't, yeah. they don't physically interact with this world. Okay. But what about in dreams or what about in those kind of states? Like, what, like, I mean, I think it's possible for you to have dreams of the person because you miss them and maybe, but everything is through the filter of Christ. If it's not through Christ, I don't believe that it's good. So, honestly that's how I feel so I I know most a lot of people may not agree with me and that's okay we don't all have to agree but just because I'm a Christian based on what I've read in the Bible you know when um when Lazarus and the rich man when they both died and Lazarus was in heaven he can't communicate and all the people that I've seen that have died near-death experiencers when even when they're still on this earth they say they try to talk to people and the people can't hear them they can't actually manipulate the physical world and they don't stay on this earth for very long. Like they're here for just a little bit and then they get taken up either up or down. And once they're there, they they don't come back usually here. And they don't want to. And I don't blame them. <laughs> I wouldn't want to either <laughs> if I was in heaven. So I, I think they might be able to see the earth, like they can see what's going on from there if God lets them. But I don't think that they manipulate the, um, the earth. And I think that there are spirits on here who do try to manipulate and trick and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, those are the ones that are talking to the mediums that's the one even the medium won't know that they're like they're bad like a lot of people yeah. who are in the occult and do spiritual channeling and do all these things they don't realize that those things are bad right away it takes them a long time to start to be like this is, yeah, this is yeah. happening but when they even when they have bad things happen to them, they just use more occult practices and they get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Yeah. So, um, I don't. Well, tell my friend. I was going to say a friend of a friend um, was really into like going to see this psychic because she was like really in like a desperate time. She was having issues with her with her boyfriend at the time, and this girl was just seeking out the psychic. And like something would go wrong, she needed to go see the psychic. And it like became like this, like 
the psychic was like her I don't know and like you could just see like when I would see her I was like she just as a life coach or something people yeah so what some people look at their psychic as like a life coach or like their guru like the person they go to for everything it's like what should I do like guidance right exactly and like she's just relying so heavily on this woman but like her demeanor changed like she became like I feel like she became lost the other thing that I, I remember watching this like small documentary about some of the psychics and what they'll do. And I don't know if this is all of them. I just saw like a couple, like two of them that do this. And what they'll do is they'll, the person will come in with some sort of like, like it could even be just nothing, like coming just for fun or something. And then the psychic will be like, this horrible thing is about to happen to you. And if you want to stop it, you have to get this charm or this book or this whatever. And it costs $1,500. And then, yeah, that's what they'll do. So the person will be like, oh, my gosh. And then they'll buy the charm and they'll use it. And then they like, but the psychic like keeps them money grabbing. Like, oh, you did this. Now you avoided this problem, but now you're going to have this problem. You need to do this. There's There's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And that's why like community is so important. You know what I mean? So that you don't feel like you need to run to some psychic or like some, you know, well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like you were saying, Shanika, a lot of people do rely on their psychics. Um, Kim Zosiak from Housewives of Atlanta. She had a psychic named Rose and she, she yeah, she recently uh, passed away. Have you heard of her, Kim? She passed away. Her psychic, her psychic. But, oh, oh. but what Are was wild? The, she had long blonde hair. Yeah, she was singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kim. Yeah, get yeah. retarded for the party. So she used to go to um, a psychic named Rose. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, Rose did predict like a lot of things, and we saw it on camera. We saw it in real time. Oh wait, oh, we have to do that. It's really creepy. I was like, still here. Don't worry. Am I, am I the only one? Okay, no. Um, yeah, Rose predicted a lot of things uh, for Kim and people. That were probably not believers before became believers through that so i thought it was really amazing yeah and then rose did uh pass away as well but it is kind of scary and it is like sort of a dark world to get into i can tell you right now that on my tiktok for some reason my algorithm i shouldn't say for some reason clearly there's a reason <laughs> but um it's kind of a, a lot of like zodiac stuff and then also at one point which was really creepy it was spells Mm-hmm. how to do certain spells i was like no no i don't like this so i had i made sure that i was like skipping you're on witch talk yeah <laughs> yeah i was like whoa 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 this is like too dark for me no thank you so i like i i made sure that i started skipping out of it so it wouldn't give me that anymore but um mm-hmm. there's a lot of things out there can i tell you that on my tiktok it's similar but not exactly so i have a lot of spiritual christian things on my tiktok okay. so that's what i seek out and then you know you can actually like if you come across a video on your tiktok that you don't want to see as much of yeah, you, you can just... select not interested or whatever yeah. and it'll try and like filter it helps with your algorithm but i sometimes do get um only on the lives though not like the only when you look through and then the lives come up Sometimes I'll get people doing tarot card readings and I can't yeah. not interest. You can't say not interested for, I tried. For I just skip it. I just go through it. Yeah. yeah, I just skip it too. But I've come across two times now people conducting very blatant satanic rituals. Oh like my gosh. Costumes. No. Oh, like holding hands with books and fire and on thrones and horns and 
on TikTok. There is a satanic ritual TikTok. <laughs> if you can believe that. I was shocked when I saw it. I'm my algorithm brings me to Christian things, but I guess Christian is lumped into like spiritual. So mm-hmm. sometimes I get like, you know, new age and whatever. Um, which I skipped, but I was like, whoa, like there's a whole underworld that's totally come out. And I think we, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but there's even um, a satanic convention that was happening. Yeah. Ago. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I think that they try you with other stuff too. So they'll drop in that satanic thing. Like, oh, wait, Maureen, do you like this? <laughs> no, but it's always on the lives so i can't click yeah. not interested i just have to skip three yeah that. they mess with you that way yeah they want to first off they want to see if you're interested and they and then they're kind of forcing you to watch it isn't that twisted tiktok is a, a very tricky app yeah platform yeah you gotta be it's a it's a little yeah it's interesting but anyways um but what about like people that are prophetic, like or people that interpret dreams and stuff like that? Is that also satanic? Like I don't like you see prophetic people in church all the time. It's like no oh, prophecy is not satanic, but it has to be for the how. Yeah. Okay, but how different is that as compared to someone who's like who calls himself a psychic, right? Like how so very different. simple. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. I was just um I was thinking I was talking to Maria about this. So I was like listening to this um, sermon about your spiritual gifts. And um, it was basically saying that anything that you thought was maybe a spiritual gift before you knew God is not a spiritual gift. So like if you like he was saying that there was this um, there was this pastor, he would have dreams and in the dreams he would see people like dying before it happened like he would get like almost like visions but um he had had that from since like way way before like when he was like a teenager and he had he had never known christ and so then he was just like okay well you need to um like pray about it and then a few weeks later or something like that the guy goes back to church and he's like i'm blind i can't he's like i'm not having any of those dreams nothing none of it is happening anymore well, that's good. This, yeah, he was probably being, he's probably been delivered from yeah. something that was, was like attaching itself to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true. I don't, I've never, I have never had prophetic dreams or thoughts or visions. Um, that's never been my gift. Only once I started to really like read the Bible, I think we talked about the Sean and stuff yeah. is when I started to be able to discern more clearly, but it's not like a spiritual gift in the sense that like it's some um, spiritual gifts are things that you 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 also have to contribute and work for in, in in a certain to a certain extent. Like it's not like like it's a partnership thing. It's not like you just stand here and things are just happening to you without your consent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I believe that when you partner with God and stuff, then those things happen. Right. They they use your natural person to make to show you how you how you can be used. But um, I think for things like prophecy. Um, the the litmus test is who is getting the glory for this? Is it God or is it the psychic? So who is getting praised for this? Is it God or is it the psychic? Is a good way to put uh, it. Yeah, who's what's the what's the motive? What's the intent? What's the end game here? Um, and if and to be honest, if you look at prophecy in the Bible. Prophecy wasn't just somebody telling the future. It was literally a message from God to his people about something he was about to do 
or about the way they were behaving. Right. Okay. But it would come through someone. It would come yeah. through someone. Mm-hmm. But that person had to be a follower of God. It wouldn't come through like a, um, somebody who wasn't a follower of God. It was always through, like, for example, Elijah and Elisha. Those are prophets during a time when there were really no prophets. They were the only ones. Um, so it, it only went through somebody who was true to, to, to God. And now we would say true to Christ, right? Um, but it, it didn't come through a witch who's practicing, you know, with crystals and it, that it, that's not a prophet. That's somebody who's practicing witchcraft. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think I told you about this, Maureen, um, in terms of like the whole like tarot card reading and the psychics and stuff like that. It's like people want to be spiritual without doing the work. Yeah. Like without actually reading the Bible, without actually like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, like being spiritual is like a cool thing, but like nobody actually wants to. It's not just doing the work. I would say people want to, they want the glo- the glory of being. Right. There you go. Yeah. They want to be glorified. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm so spiritual. I have all these spiritual gifts and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what's interesting is that I actually have a friend or someone that I, I used to go to school with. And she does like these tarot card readings. What's even more interesting is actually I have a couple of friends from high school that are into tarot cards now. And like, that's like their career. Like that's what they do. Anyways, I was, I actually joined one of her lives on Instagram one evening and I put it on and her voice is so like soothing. It's strange. And she's just talking and she was like, and it's not her like normal way of talking. She was like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, when you're choosing this and that. It's like, that's such, it, it, I'm not joking. It put me to sleep. <laughs> not in a bad way, but it was like her voice. I was like, oh, and I, and I woke up and the live was done. I'm like, yo, I look crazy. Cause I'm like, I was here throughout the whole thing. But I feel like some people are like, they just are able to have that voice. Like I, yeah. The leader of the worship team at my church, I told her that the other day. I'm like, you should do ASMR because she has this. Oh my gosh, her voice is like silk. Like it's just so like and when she's just like whispers, sometimes she'll whisper things when you have the ear pet earpiece yeah. in. It's like, Maureen, can you do this? I'm like, girl, I'm gonna fall asleep. You can't talk to me that just like Maureen, do this right now. Like, Maureen, and can you just uh can you leave it? I'm like, I'm gonna fall asleep. Yeah. But she has the most silky voice like the ever. Girl, the best voice is true. Not like my voice. Like I swear, like I sound like a man half the time. I'm like, hello. Like my friend's like, wait, who is this? <laughs> no, but I feel like, okay, this is kind of a side note to the ASMR. All girls are able to do that raspy, like, you know, sexy voice. If they can all turn it on. Come on, don't tell me you can't turn it on. Are you telling me that when you used to talk on the phone with your boyfriend, you have never used that voice? See, Shanika knows what I'm talking about. Is my mom listening? Is my mom listening? No, I had never used that voice more even. No. We've all used it. I try not to get, like, too deep with my voice because I can get pretty deep. Really? How deep do you go? Like, let's hear the lowest. No, no. Sometimes, like, my normal voice is pretty, like, tone of your voice. Yeah. Oh, you should hear my mom. This is bad. Like, it's bad. Like, sometimes my mom can sound like a full man. Like, it's terrible. And I think I inherited that. I'm like, oh gosh. I mean, I have to make sure my voice is like, I gotta spruce it up a little bit and make it a little bit higher. Yeah. Sometimes, it, like, especially if my like my throat is dry, I'm like, 
It's literally like manly. <laughs> Hello, this isn't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't have. No, but I mean, if you do ASMR. Like I used to. Yeah, I do videos. Well, I don't do it anymore. But I used. Sure. I love ASMR. Like yeah, I, your voice is great. Yeah. Yeah, you have a really good voice. It's just ASMR eating too much time to actually film, so I stopped. Really? Of course, because you have to create a concept, then you have to get all the props, because you need props for ASMR. That's true. You need all the props, you need to dress up, do your base, do all that. Oh, because I'm going to see you. You can't just make it It's literally like, yeah, filming like a production. It's a lot. Yeah. And now the ASMRs now are incredible. I'm going to, like, you have to go check out this one girl. Her channel is called Moonlight Cottage. It's like cinema quality ASMR. Wow. Okay. Cinema quality. Like, I love her. But yeah, I love a lot of them. There's a lot of really good ones now. And it's just when I was watching it, when it first came up, when I started making videos, it was a new thing. There wasn't that many people making videos. Yeah. And now, now everyone's out with everything at yeah. ASMR. Yeah. Everybody's finding a new, like, hustle anyway. So. Yeah. And I watch the weirdest ASMR. <laughs> like it's the weirdest one. Like I, my the, you know who I first got into ASMR. I love watching this one channel. I think it was called. I want to say R R Cherry Pie or something like that. It was there was no talking. There was no person. You just see um, Japanese uh, DIY candy kits. And I would love the yes. opening of the wrapper. Remember this. You sent me some of those. Yes. The yes. Yes. I went on to all these. So there's like, they're just making Japanese candy kits. They're like these tiny little candy kits. And then they make like tiny little, little miniature, uh, miniature things. And now there's a whole thing of YouTube of all miniature cooking. That's like a whole world on YouTube right now. Miniature cooking. And like all ASMR videos of people making tiny steaks and tiny little cakes. <laughs> oh, I like those. I like those. One of them they're cooking, especially when they're cooking Indian food. I'm like, for some reason, I'm like, whoa, like I watch it like intensely. Oh, yes. I loved watching that. And I don't know why I found it so relaxing. I still watch sometimes. It is like, very relaxing. Slime channels because now there are some people who sell slime that I've never I've never seen slime like this like it looks like a fluffy cloud it looks crunch I'm like I really want to buy these slimes but they're so expensive that I never buy them they're like to buy a slime to get it shipped to Canada you're looking at like 50 bucks or 100 bucks to get this that's wild you know what you got me into who is like forgive me is an Asian woman and she's like in her village and oh I love her and she stopped making videos Oh, really? She was yeah. relaxing. Her name is uh, Lizzie Chi. Yeah. Oh, she's fantastic. She, If you go to her channel, she has like, like she's like a pop K-pop idol at the, at this point with the the video views that she has. Yeah. Oh, I really like her. Yeah. Oh, she, she's incredible. And she was so good. But the problem was I watched a documentary. The um, production company was not paying her. Oh no! Or not paying her properly, and she was doing a lot of. So she's doing everything. We just fall in her way. She was doing like the the amount of when you watch her show, you feel stupid lazy. Like I watched her shows, and that motivated me to clean out my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she has organized my entire kitchen. Very relaxing to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, you actually, because I was having difficulty sleeping, and then I already showed me that video, and I was like, I don't know. But I was so interested in watching her. Yeah, she was really good. 
She's incredible. Yeah, I love her. Anyways, just going back to the medium. Should I go? What's the verdict? Should I get tickets to go see Teresa Caputo? Caputo the Long okay. Island Caputo, the Long Island medium. Is it a yay or a nay? What do we got? See, nay. Don't go. What about you, Shanika? Um, I think you should follow your heart. <laughs> Don't follow your heart. Your heart. Your heart doesn't have a. Your heart. I'm not following your heart. heart. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Don't follow your heart. <laughs> I mean, like, if you feel like you want to go, I mean, actually, not. I'll pray about it. That's a, that's a good answer. Thank you, Shanika. Maureen, see, you should like, no, don't go. But if you, yes, pray about it as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the fact that um, there could be like evil spirits kind of communicating as well. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's actually really scary to me. So yeah. if someone wants to come through, if it, if it's true that this happens, if a loved one wants to come through, maybe they can just come in my dreams. Yeah. Or you can just pray to them or just, I don't know, talk to them, write it down in your journal or, yeah, I feel like there are many other ways. It's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not going. Okay. You said something really interesting, um, uh, Shanika. Follow your dreams, right? Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Okay. So I have a question. This came up actually um, on another podcast that I watch quite often. The question mm-hmm. was, when should you stop chasing your dreams or following your heart? When is a reasonable time to stop chasing? Because there's a lot of young guys out here. They start thinking that they become they can be rappers when they're young and then they carry it into adulthood because maybe they have talent, whatever. And they're just looking to be signed. And then so they're they're on this whole thing of, Listen, I gotta make more music. I gotta, I gotta rap. I gotta do this or whatever. I make up a whole scenario, but they, they could um, have a girlfriend that's paying the bills and they're at home and they're rapping because they're gonna make it big one day. But by the time they hit forty or forty-five, are they like, should they have given up on that dream, on that thing that really, like, their bliss? Like, should they yeah. continue to go for it because anything could happen? You know, um, actors and actresses sometimes don't get their their breakthrough role until later on in their life, right? So, what yeah. is it? Um, when should you give up? Should you ever give up? So, what is it, ladies? Something that I've been thinking about because, you know, I've been really wanting to take off with my yoga, right? And I've been really feeling, I've, to be honest with you, I've been feeling like old, you know? And like, yeah, I don't know. I've just been having these morning notes. I've been at odds with myself. But let's just say the YouTube thing doesn't work out. Um, I'm doing yoga at a studio. Maybe the dreams that you have, like the grandiose dreams that you have, don't need to be um, like pushed to the wayside. Maybe your your dream is just better suited in a different capacity right so maybe maybe you want to be a basketball player maybe it's not going to be in the nba maybe you're going to be a coach at a high school 
you, you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think you need to give up on your dream. I just think maybe you just need to refocus. Yeah. That's like, that's like honestly a good way to put it. Yeah. You gotta just change it a little bit. Yeah. I don't think anyone should give up on their dream. I just think it's just a matter of, yeah. And, and it's also like having people in your corner too. Yeah. People that support you to follow your dreams. Right. Yeah. What do you think, Maureen? Oh, sorry. No, I'm done. Huh. Yeah. I'm not sure if I have a fully formed opinion about it yet, but the things that popped up in my head, um, just right when you asked that were two things. One is, is the dream to be famous or to be rapping? Because those are two different dreams, right? So, so if the, if it's like your dream is to be famous, I mean, I think I, I don't, I would question your your motive and also okay like this is gonna sound a little harsh but but only like one percent of one percent gets really famous and there are sacrifices you have to make to get to that point and if you're 45 and you haven't made those sacrifices yet I mean it's possible that it could still happen but again, it depends on what your dream is. So some people have dreams that are like, yeah, I want to be <clears throat> Kanye West or Jay-Z. If you're 45 and you haven't made the sacrifices or those commitments to get to that point yet, I mean, I guess it's possible, but you'd have to like sell your soul to get there, I think. And um, you never know. And sorry. yeah. And uh, sorry, what? Go ahead. So it, it depends on what the dream is, I think. Um, yeah, I think it depends on what the dream is. And yeah, like what is the motive of of your dream? Is it actually... Oh, yeah. Because the reason I'm asking is because I read this really great book. And I think I, I sent it over to you or I told you about it, Sean. Um, which is called Big Magic. And it, it's a book by... You read it? I listened to it. Yeah, yeah, so did I. I listened to it. Um, and it's by Elizabeth Gilbert and she is the person who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And she goes, I, I know exactly what you're going to say too. You're going to talk about that, the creative thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, it, you know what I'm going to say? So if, if the person, if the person's dream is just to, like, if they just really enjoy making music or, or cooking or whatever creative outlet they have, then yeah, no, that should never stop. Like, mm -hmm. just keep doing that because it makes you happy. Yeah. Right. But, but if your goal is to be famous, that's a different thing. So, um, yeah, I, I guess that's what I would, that's why I haven't fully formed an opinion about it yet. Cause I'm not clear on like, what is the dream motive. and what's the motive and what have they sacrificed? And I feel like it's a, such a nuanced, um, issue, but yeah, I think if it, if it's because they love doing this one thing. Yeah, don't ever stop doing that thing you love. Why Why would you? Even if you don't ever become quote unquote successful at it, meaning making millions of dollars from it, still do it because you love doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. That's like, it really is like following your bliss, right? Um, and then there's that saying, follow your heart, but take your brain with you. 
which is true. Like you got to be able to think, okay, if you have a goal, if you have a plan, like, or whatever, but you have to, sorry, if you have a goal, you need to have a plan. Like, what are the steps? Are you, are you taking these steps? Have you not? And you have to be realistic about what your, your dreams are. Be realistic. And I'm not saying that you can't be a, a rapper at 50 years old. It could happen. You be yeah. Um, is it Vera Way? Yeah. What about her? Does she have a? She started making clothes. Yeah. Really like, late. Yeah. And then her like a lot of people took come late, late, late in life. Yeah. But that's the thing that these people like Vera Wang, KFC, all these people that people quote, it's possible. But what they're not telling you is like how hard it actually was for to get that it, it, it's not something that happens overnight and so if you are if you are 40 50 60 and you have this dream you have to know that that it's going to take time and effort and sacrifice to get there and if you're willing to do that then go for it but if you're not willing to sacrifice time money family all that stuff yeah it's going to be really hard yeah i feel like there's a little bit of element of like um of luck right i feel like some people just kind of get lucky where they might know someone or be at the right place at the right time it's weird how some people get some people that may not even i don't even know any stories right now but i've heard of stories of actors and actresses getting um what's the word scouted no what's are mm -hmm. discovered yeah discovered uh when they weren't even trying to do that like right you know what i mean like that wasn't their plan and then Johnny's up. What was his story? What's his Johnny Depp was not planning to be an actor. I think he went to an audition for because one of his friends wanted to be an actor. He just went with him. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. Somebody else also, I remember the girl who, uh, I think it was the girl, one of the members of the cast of Glee, same kind of thing. She she went in, or not, oh, she was she was on Broadway. And she went into the audition on Broadway with her friend who had no intention of actually auditioning and got the role. So yeah. it can happen, but those are like really fluke things. Yeah, yeah. They're not the way it could have been. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like there must be like some element of, of luck as well, right? So yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I mean, again, follow your bliss, but you have to be realistic about what your dream is. I agree. Right? Or else you're going to look back and regret it. You're like, wait a minute. I could have done this. I could have done that. It's just and also, realistic. Yeah. And I also want to say that, like, like if you're not, it, like, as long as you're doing what you enjoy, you're not wasting your time and your yeah. life is not being wasted. Right. So, like, just remember that you can also enjoy what's happening right now. Yeah. Do you know? Just moment. because you're not Kanye West, it doesn't mean your life yeah. right now sucks you know yeah, yeah. Like what you're doing doesn't matter right yeah. yeah i think people forget that but life is so short mm -hmm. so i i really i think it's important to remember that we have to take every single day as like a blessing every single moment every breath that you have every, some people don't wake up i have a friend of ours whose brother died in his sleep and a, a really good friend of ours and I mean, though, that you just never know when you're going to roll. So, yeah. For sure. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to, you know, I've always thought about this, too. In terms of achievements, 
do you guys think that marriage should be considered an achievement? Like getting married, is that an achievement or is it more of like a um, a life event? Like some people look at it like, you know, when people, you know, parents brag about you, about their kids. Oh, my daughter's getting married. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. But they almost hold it on like a, like the highest pedestal, like as if it's like, you know, put that degree on the wall, like sort of thing. I was like, I'm like, marriage is beautiful. It's great. It's, um, like I said, like it's a, it's a, it's a life event, but in terms of an achievement, is that, would that be in the same category? Because, because you lot of got a man, <laughs> found a man. Yeah. And you know how hard it is for a lot of women out here to, yeah. to find a man. Right. But so when you finally have a man, it's like, you know, those married women, I feel like there's kind of like that, that thing with, you know what I mean? Like they're like yeah. a little higher up because they're married or wherever. That's not cheating. It's like this I idea that. that, and I'm a married woman, so I'm yeah. Kind of it's like this weird idea that like you you managed to get someone to marry you. <laughs> Congratulations! Yes. You don't suck after all. No, then somebody does like you. Oh my god! Like so ridiculous that that yeah. it would be considered an achievement. It's not an achievement. Yeah, that's what I always say. And and like and yeah, and we're married women. Like I don't see marriage it's as an achievement. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, but not an achievement. But it doesn't make someone better than another person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's a lot of women out here now that are not even trying to get married. Like marriage is not even the goal anymore for the, like these new generations coming up. They're like, let's think about our career. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, let's let's you know get our stuff together first, right? Yeah, like, worrying you, worrying no, worrying sorry. You? Oh, okay. I'm a little sleepy. Don't mind me. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100. percent I don't think it's an achievement. I think that it's a blessing. Absolutely. But it doesn't at all dictate your worth or your value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say on the flip side that um, having a great career also doesn't make you more valuable. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people need to figure that one. Yeah, because I feel I like that's kind of, yeah, kind of out there as well. Like this whole like, oh, I made my own money. I got my own career. I don't yeah. need a man. I don't have a... Okay, that's great. Um, <laughs> CEO of that or like, I'm going to make you better than someone who doesn't want to do all that or who has sacrificed to give to have a family or whatever like that. So I think like those things don't dictate your value either way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard, you know what, I'm not saying that it, it, it dictates your value, but I think that um, the way that society looks at us is like your worth to society depends on what you can offer. Does that make any sense? So for example, people, and I actually made a really good friend within the last couple of weeks and she's a family doctor. She, she just actually graduated from, like she just became a family doctor in December. So she's running like a, a clinic. Right. And she told she told me about all the things that she had to go through. And I'm like, wow. And like now I know it sounds so so kind of like, you know, crazy, but like I want her to to know that I like it that I I think that what she did was amazing. There was a lot of endurance. There was a lot of things that she had to go through for to med like through medical school. And she told me like a lot it was hard. Like she wanted to drop out. She wants to drop out so many times and now she's kind of decompressing. She's coming down from that high of the last 10 years 
And I big her up all the time. I always say, I'm like, wow, you did great. Like, you're amazing. And because I feel like she did do something really hard. You know what I mean? Like, amazing. I, I just want to, I just feel like there's, you have, you have to kind of recognize people that go that extra mile. Does that sound crazy? I'm not saying that it makes like her better, but I, I, I feel like, I don't know. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, but do you think, but do you think she holds like a higher status because she went through all of that to do what she's done? Higher status? No, not status, but you know what I mean? Like the whole. Do I think she's better than me? No, I don't think she's better than me. I think we're like, I think we're in terms of like, I don't think she's better than me, but I do think that first off, society will always say like, for example, actually, no, I can't even give you an example, but no matter what, she will be trusted more than other people. Once you hear that she is a doctor, she will be trusted more. And I think, I mean, I'm not even mad at the whole thing. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even mad at the whole thing. I really, I, I, I'm so impressed by her. And she's actually right. younger than me. I'm, I'm really impressed by her. I think she's, and she's a great person on top of it. Right. What's that? When I hear doctor, I don't think trust. Like, I don't think I can just automatically trust somebody because they're a doctor. I think what Tiana means is like, in the same way with, with like people who are lawyers, doctors, there, there's oh. the prestige that comes with that. Yes. So people kind of look at them a little bit differently, in right. which I see what you're saying. However, not all successful women have gone through exorbitant amount of struggles. I mean, some of them have, but not all of them have. Everyone who goes through business yeah. is going to go through some struggles, but the same yeah. thing with marriage or having children. So there's going to be different levels of struggles, right? So in the same way that if I, like, for example, people I know in my family or whatever who've had lots of children or people who I've, I've met in life who've had lots of children and were able to go through all this adversity and have this beautiful family, I, I would also admire them and their effort as well. Right. Um, and the same way, like you admire this doctor because of the adversity that she was able to yeah. overcome and go through. So I think that's the takeaway more for me than it is like the status of her of her job or her position. Um, the word of the, the title. Yeah, because even though society will actually put people on pedestals and uh, based on authority or perceived authority. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, that's true. But for me personally, uh, I don't really subscribe to that. I, I, I'm more inspired by somebody's heart by character. Yeah. By their character. I was reading sure. an incredible book, uh, called God smuggler about this uh, guy. His name is brother Andrew and he smuggled like Bibles into communist States in the fifties and sixties. And just like his faith and like his obedience and like that really, like, I was like, wow, that's incredible. And so, um, I don't, I, uh, like I, I'm, I'm by no means perfect. I'm, I sometimes get like a little bit starstruck with certain people as well, but I think like generally speaking, that shouldn't be a measure of, uh, right. our worth or our value in society. Absolutely. I, I do want to mention this. This doctor is not the first doctor I've met, but for some reason with her in particular, like she's, <laughs> it fell. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Like, I, I know quite a few doctors and, um, but when it comes to her, like, I just, I guess, cause just hearing like everything and like the picture in the States and all the racism she had to deal with. And I'm like, oh my gosh, good for you. You know, 
and it can't be easy and i uh, yeah so all right yeah so just going back to the question so what do you guys think we need to hear from the jury is getting married an achievement what do you think Brandon? no i'm yeah i'm also gonna say no but i love to hear the wedding bells ring but i'm gonna say it's not an achievement but it's amazing I am also going to say no. Uh, it's a blessing, not an achievement. So the jury has spoken. Right on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, we should wrap this up, but I want to hear from you guys. What is the best advice you ever received? Or best advice you never needed because there's some of that <laughs> best advice listen and it's kind of been something that we've been talking about for like for me like what we've been talking about throughout um like today's episode when i was graduating um from university i the i guess i don't even know if it was the dean i couldn't see them they're so far away but it was the <laughs> dean or someone whoever spoke seriously the the message was follow your bliss like as you're graduating from university as you go off into your lives follow your bliss so that's always stuck with me like follow what makes you happy kind of thing. do what makes you happy find your joy yeah so i feel like that's always been my thing it's like whatever is going to make me happy that's what i'm going to do what about you guys read your bible read your bible (laughs) no um there's an advice that my my grandmother said that stuck out to me i don't think i really followed it but i understood it um i understood why she said that eventually (laughs) um i i think it's kind of appropriate now but it wasn't i okay i'll just tell you what it is she said that, and this is going to open, might open a whole other can of worms. So I don't know if I should say this, but she said yeah. that um, the woman should always marry a guy who loves her more than she loves him. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Said so like, sure. the girl should always marry somebody that loves her more than she loves him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Absolutely. Just to add to that, um, I've also heard um that you should never really marry a good looking guy because then he's everybody's woman. <laughs> you really that's okay. that advice. My man's good looking, but I'm just saying <laughs> um no but but I heard that. I know what she means like a guy that's too too like yeah, universally yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah, got yeah. like because women seduce men all the time. So you don't wanna you don't want to go for Brad Pitt because that man is can be anybody's woman even though he's not a cheater. You never know. I have, I have another one that I remember. Sorry, I hijacked I you. Who told me this? Somebody told me this, but or maybe I just learned it on my own, which is don't talk about, don't say too many good things about your boyfriend to all your friends all the time. Like, don't keep saying my boyfriend did this, my boyfriend did that, and he's so great, and this is because some of your friends may get jealous and envious and start like, mm-hmm, like looking at your man and. So you have to be careful and not talk too well about your man to everyone. For sure. Sounds weird, but yeah. That does not sound weird at all. 
Private life is a sacred life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was that your right? I could help. It could be. (laughs) But no. um, It was probably um, my. I'm sorry. It randomly zooms in. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's true. Like, wait, what? Okay, go ahead. So the first one was. I forget how he said it. Sometimes in life, um, things will always go the way you want them to go, but you just have to learn to adapt. Like when life gives you lemons, make lemonade kind of thing? Yeah. And the other one was from my grandmother. She said, and this was like just before she passed, she said, um, eat, pray, and ask God to help you, and don't let them fool you. Amen. Yeah. So she knew what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was telling the truth. There's a lot of tomfoolery around now. <laughs> I sound like a old lady. You do. <laughs> and I have an old lady heart. <laughs> Same. But pray, absolutely, because prayer does help. Prayer works. Yeah. Anyway, prayer does stuff. When you pray, God does something. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like nothing is a coincidence if you're praying. Nothing. Yeah. It's really cool because I feel like Shanika, like I've seen you, I've watched you spiritually grow recently. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like amazing to watch and to see somebody grow in, in their spiritual journey with God and seek God with their heart. And like, yeah, it's just beautiful. I just want to share that. Thank you. All right. Well, Maureen, you're the one who got me. I didn't get you anything. You did it yourself. <laughs> We were in school together, and neither of us were talking to each other about God. And I don't so, think either one of us were in like a, in yeah, the true, zone to talk about God. But yeah, like God works that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. All right, another great episode. We'll be back next week, right? For another great episode <laughs> and fun topics and juicy things to talk about but oh, you know what yeah oh you just go any juice yeah come on <laughs> and what sounds like a little bit like pee that's <laughs> why he offered the beginning at the end it's like the end of it very questionable yeah sure and yeah if you um you know to our listeners if you have any topics that you want us to cover any questions or you want some advice send us an email or drop us a DM because we want to hear from you. Okay. And leave us a comment. And if we like your comment, we may share it on one of our episodes. And no, <laughs> everyone have a great weekend and a blessed week. Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs>